Welcome to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. Join us on our journey as the host, Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, talks about how ordinary people can become extraordinary with the power of real estate investing. Here, he and his guests share their expert knowledge on how to create wealth through real estate investing, the mindset required to become a millionaire, and what it takes to master the craft. Hi, this is Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, and you're listening to Latinos and Real Estate Investing Podcast, and or you're watching us on YouTube. And in this episode, I want to share with you my five tips on landlording for beginners. And as I think about this, I remembered when I first bought my first property. I, I used to be a mortgage broker and in 2004, five, all the way through 2008, through the end of 2008, I was selling mortgages and I was seeing all these people buy mortgages and, and these people that weren't supposed to be getting loans, we were giving loans. We were giving them 80-20 loans. We were giving them these two-year arms and these people were coming through the door and 580 credit score, 550 credit score, guys. Can you can you imagine giving someone with a 550 credit score 100% finance? We were doing those type of loans, ninja loans, no income, no jobs approved, right? Like it was crazy. It was literally the wild, wild west. And I I got FOMO. I got fear of missing out. I thought that there's so much everyone is buying and there's so many people buying that by the time I'm ready, there's not going to be any real estate left for me. Well, that was the wrong thinking. So I went in and bought this property and I made $15,000 at the closing. And the challenge was that when I closed, right, I bought it because everyone else was doing it, but I didn't understanding the numbers. I didn't have a pro forma. I didn't have projections and I didn't have a clear path to a business plan. And a year later, I was $100,000 underwater. I couldn't sell it. It was quite a nightmare. Today, I look back and I'm grateful for the experience because I learned so much. Anyways, my first tip about this is learn how to run the numbers. See, had I known how to run the numbers, had I understood, had I had a clear strategy, I would not have, I would have never bought that property. I look back now and I think like, would I have bought that if knowing what I know now? Heck no, I would not have. But I had to go through that to get to where I am today. So for the experience, I am absolutely grateful for it. Understand if you're buying a flip, understand what your business plan is and what your numbers are. What, your, what does ARV mean after repair value? What, How much money you have to put in it? How much your holding time is going to be? What's the cost of your money, your cost of your taxes, your insurance? What's going to be your, your holding cost? What's going to be your commission? And what's going to be your net net profit? Understand that if you're buying a value-add property, you're buying a distressed property, how much money are you going to have to put into that property? How long is it going to take you to do that? And when you do that, how long is it going to take you to rent it and then refinance it and get your money out or pay out or pay yourself back out or pay your investors back their initial capital? You need to have a percentage of your rent being put aside every month for those things, whether you use them or not, right? For vacancy, maintenance, and repairs, you need to be putting that to the side every month because it's not if you're going to have a, a maintenance request is when it's not if you're going to have a vacancy is when you're eventually going to have a vacancy so prepare for those things number two is 
get a property manager from the beginning early on, including myself, uh, amongst many others, um, many other investors, when they buy their first property, we tend to think that, hey, we can't afford a property manager. Here's a general rule I want to give you. If the numbers don't work with 10% property management on your first deal, right? On your first, either whether you're buying a multi, a small multi, duplex, a quad or triplex or single family for rent. If the numbers don't work with 10%, Putting aside 10% for property management, don't do it, right? Then it does, it's not a deal. Then the deal doesn't work. Learn to do the business. Learn to run your business like a business from the beginning. Because if not, you're going to get burned out and you're going to be dealing with phone calls and you're going to be dealing with all the, 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 the unpleasant things that occur in, in, in our business. So for a small percentage of your, of your gross revenue, it's absolutely worth having a property manager. That's number two. Number three is build relationships with your local, with a local community bank in your community, wherever you live. And I know we have a lot of listeners in Los Angeles, right? And shout out to you guys listening in LA, California. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, Find a local community bank in your community, right? Local community banks are all about relationships. They're about reputation. They're about knowing who the person is, and they want to invest in their community. Find a local community bank. Go talk to the vice president of commercial lending because you should be buying in in LLCs and understand their product. Understand what the DSCR is, what their DSCR requirement is. What are they looking for in terms of LTV? What is their max LTV on a refi? Understand their product. Go learn the rules and then reverse engineer it and go find deals that fit their parameters. Number four is house hack early on. When I bought my first house in the year 2000 in Long Island, New York, my wife and I, I remember having this desire of wanting to buy a duplex or a triplex or a quad. And I I had no idea, right? This was just me intuitively just knowing that this was the right thing to do. I was like, hey, babe, let's let's buy a, a duplex or a triplex. Let's live in one and we can live rent-free. And that was a great concept. However, my young wife at the time did not want to live with other people, right? And that was a challenge. She was like, I don't want to live with anyone else. And so I had the biggest liability of my life. We got our first mortgage with a 9.75 interest rate at the time. So those of you complaining about interest rates going up, I was paying 9.75 on it with an FHA loan in uh in the year 2000 we talk about that now we look back now that we're older and we're mature right we're, we're much more mature financially and just intellectually from all of our experiences and we look back and we're like man had we done that early on when we were 20 21 22 where would we have been today like how much further would we have been in this journey in this financial journey right how much further would we have been and we think about that and we romanticize with that sometimes and it's just fun to to kind of play that. But when we look back, if we would have done something different, that would be one of the things that we would have done differently amongst avoiding credit card debt because we, we got into trouble with credit card debt early on as young people because we didn't have any financial literacy at all. One step at a time. And number five is build your network, build your team. And the best way I find to do that is by attending meetups, right? Go go and, and, and build a network of wholesalers that are going to find you off-market deals. Guys, you make your money when you buy in real estate. Not when you sell, you make your money when you buy. 
depending on how good of a deal you find, is when you make your money. So go find, go go to real estate investors meetup, meetups, find wholesalers, talk to other flippers, talk to investors in there, ask them about contractors that they've used, ask them about their insurance agent, ask about a title company in your community. Hey, who's a title company that you use that's investor-friendly, right? You want to work with investor-friendly title companies. Go and network and build a team, right? It's extremely important. This is a team sport. You can't do this successfully on your own. You can, but you'll be running yourself wild, crazy. I've tried that, and it's it's a pain in the ass. And paying people and having people on your team and running the numbers when you purchase a property with the the expenses of 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 those people on your team, it is absolutely critical to your success. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. If I, if you're watching on YouTube, guys, really, really appreciate you. Drop us a thumbs up. Leave us a comment in the in the comment sections. Let me know what you think. If there's something else that you think we can add, I'm sure there's more. If you're listening, go into our YouTube channel, Martin Perdomo, The Elite Strategist, and just uh, like and subscribe our channel. We really would appreciate that. Thank you guys for the feedback. Thank you guys for listening. Really grateful for your time and attention. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. If you like to invest passively in real estate with our group, please email martin at premierridgecapital.com.